Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Broadcasting from a secret location high above the earth. Four do-gooders doing their best good to shine a bright light on the most popular and unpopular comic book heroes and villains. So sit down, shut up, strap in, and tune in your ears and open your brain for Inside Club Comica! What's up, Super Butts? Welcome to this week's episode of Encyclocomica, brought to you by Make Fun Network, the show where we do the deep dive on the super guys and gals and uh, 10 foot tall basketball players and. Uh, like Taco? Like Taco? Hey, taco Fall, yeah. <laughs> what a. First off, let's stop the show for a second. All right. <laughs> Why are you referencing sports? <laughs> Me? Me? No. Better, Matt. Okay. I don't know anything about sports, but uh, when this taco guy came onto the scene, it just fascinated me. He's so big. He's a basketball player. Like, that's standard yeah. to be big. No, he is not standard, even for a basketball player. <laughs> How tall the is he? is ginormous. How tall? I don't know. I don't know anything about this person. So, he has set the all-time uh, NBA record for the tallest height in shoes. He's seven foot seven. He has an eight foot wingspan and a 10 foot two and a half standing reach dude is giant he it's he's barely human he plays for the celtics yeah yeah taco fall (laughs) but so it's weird though because he said this because taco fall also is like i don't think he's he's not a good basketball player no that's the thing he's not good at all he's just ginormous he's just tall (laughs) and the celtics got him uh so he's not playing much uh but it's just weird that better matt just had this weird basketball fucking reference to fucking. And the, well, and then his name is Taco, right? That's, that's pretty sick. <laughs> Taco Fall. Taco Fall. I feel like it's a statement. Uh, Taco Fall from a from a <laughs> just standing, he can reach up and touch the rim of a basketball hoop. So yeah. he's the tallest player ever. Yeah, tallest height in shoes. Yeah, all time NBA record. So it's like he's not just like tall. He's tall for a basketball player. He's a giant person. I mean. Good on him, and congratulations to the Boston Celtics getting him. That's pretty sick. That's, that's in our backyard. Like, he uh, he's that tall, but like he doesn't look like a like a freak. You know, he just no. looks like a real tall, proportionate guy. He doesn't have giant Kylie legs. Yeah, he's not like uh, he's got like these like weird hips, and he can't move. He's just insanely tall. Yeah, he doesn't. So you know, you see like the video, uh, the the people who like Jesus the world's tallest Christ. man, where they like you know they look all kind of they don't look proportional he he does like if you see a picture you don't get the idea of how big he is until he's next to another person yeah i'm looking at one now he's standing next to a five foot two lady <laughs> bro you see this yeah it's silly that's fucking she could, nuts she could put her tongue directly in his belly button <laughs> that's crazy i mean sorry to put that image but it's true uh, I don't even know what we're talking about now. I'm like, I know I'm fascinated. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's why I know about him. It, it's just like when I when I heard there was a guy named Taco Fall, um, and then I found out how tall he was. It just like blew my mind. Um, he's a smart kid too. He's uh, did well on his SATs. He learned English in like eight months, and he's a computer. He was a computer science major. Um, ah, my type of guy. Yeah, it's just just fascinating. Um, we we lost cat. She's rebooting the computer. She lost cat. Oh, great. we lost cat. Yeah. Should we uh should we put it on hold or should we get started without her? I don't even know. I'm not sure what's going to happen when she tries to come back in. 
I think I'm actually just... I'm genuinely curious. So we'll, let's just rock. Let's just go. Um, Do you want to continue with your intro? Ten foot tall basketball players. Who else? Oh, um, cable technicians on uh, ladders touching uh, cable wires. And um, don't forget, uh, Bill and Ted. Oh my God, Bill and Ted. They got their new movie coming. Actually, by this time this comes out, this will probably be out. It'll probably be out. Bill yeah, and Ted that's... face the music. Well, have you seen the trailer? Yes. I don't remember it. You're not even a trailer guy, and you've seen all these trailers, Matt. I got nothing to do anymore. Oh. <laughs> I say, what do you what do you think of it? Um, I like I like the premise a lot. I think it's very promising. So I haven't really seen much. What's the deal? The whole thing is like you know how at the end of the other movies, it it ends with them. They write a song that like unites the world. So this is a movie about them older, and they still haven't written the song yet, and they like they don't know how to write it. So it's about them actually writing the song that unites the world. Yeah. Wait. It's like all, all these years later. So, like, oh, hold on. Cat's back. I think I got to switch things over. Oh. Let's do this. Oh. Hey, everybody that's listening to our show. We have some technical difficulties. Here's that technical difficulty song. So, <laughs> Cat, <laughs> you came back. I did, yeah. I was at, so, you, you dropped off and we're recording right now and I didn't know how, what was going to happen when you came back. But the recording... Is continuing, so I think everything's good. Sweet. Sorry um, about that. Oh, no problem. It's fine. We we talked about a basketball player. Um, and now we're talking about Bill and Ted's Bill and face Ted. music. Oh, I can't wait for that. I'm so excited. Yeah, so it's got a great premise that like is exactly what the third movie should be. Yep. Um. So, I, I it's being like released on demand. Yep. Yeah. So. Hey. All, All right. right. Buy right. a new TV, so I'll watch it. Nice. Um, okay, so who are we talking about this week? It's my turn. Yeah, why don't you fucking answer your own damn question? We're talking about Mr. Terrific. Not oh, Mr. we're talking about me? No problem. <laughs> I'll tell you all about me, baby. Oh, bro. Come yes, on. sir. Um, it's me, Mr. Terrific. Terrific. I, I have a question right off the top. Yeah. What, what do you want me to ask? What do you want me to tell you? Wh- who came first, the chicken or the egg? No, none of these, none of these other questions. My question is to everyone currently on the show. Um, do you ever use the word terrific? Terrific. When I only re- when I refer to myself. Uh, and scene. This bit sucks. I'm done. <laughs> no, I don't. I think I would only use it sarcastically. Right. I don't know. I don't think I don't use it either, but it's definitely a word. And uh, it most certainly is a most word. It certainly is a mm-hmm. word. I feel like it needs to be used more often. Terrific. I doubt it. I d- like it, like uh like whoever was saying it like only sarc- uh, sarcastically. It's like oh terrific, but I don't even think I do it then. I just go oh well fuck me then. <laughs> I but use... like if if you're in a PG context, you would say I go like if, right. Uh, I don't even know if I do that. <laughs> I think I use splendid more than I do terrific. Splendid. I would say great. So, great. Yeah, I just say great. I'm doing great. 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 Maybe great. swell. Sometimes I'll use swell. I think we talked about this in the Superman episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said it, it's swollen. Yep. Swollen. Well, swole. so that's everybody's homework uh, this week. When you listen to this episode, work terrific into a sentence non-sarcastically. Huh. Uh, interesting. That's a good question, Matt. These beans are terrific. <laughs> these are the most terrific beans I've ever had. <laughs> terrific beans. Are you guys eating beans? No. Okay. So, Mr. Terrific, 
The Golden Age version was Terry Sloan introducing Sensation Comics number one in 1942. Is Terry Sloan the person who created them, or is that the uh, secret identity? That was the secret identity, yes. Okay. Sorry. But the modern version, who we're going to be talking about today, uh, is Michael Holt, introduced in Spectre number 54 back in 1997. They fucked up by not naming him Terry. <laughs> Terry yeah. Holt? Teddy. No, well, just Terry for terrific. Teddy. You know, ter- oh. Terry. Terrific. Oh, Teddy. Yeah. Teddy. Um, Fro and I, I had an old uh, IWA King of the Death Match 97 VHS. That is a wrestling thing. It's a wrestling thing. And Terry Touchdown. Funk. Terry Funk oh, was one of the wrestlers. And uh, this was in Japan. So they would announce him as Teddy Funke. <laughs> and then you could hear this woman in the crowd going, Teddy. So, like Benny and the Jets? Pretty much. Yep. Teddy. Yep. Teddy. It's pretty good. Teddy, 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 Funky. And then during that <laughs> wrestling event, he got his hands on a chain, uh, uh, a chainsaw and then went into the crowd with it and chased Japanese people around an entire arena. And they were horrified. <laughs> they were completely, they were tripping over themselves trying to get away from it. <laughs> because big American men, for them, back in the day, were terrifying yeah and he does this like big texas friggin' uh terry funk with a chainsaw b- covered in blood <laughs> just chasing chasing people that just paid the watch a wrestling show oh, anyway man. imagine living in those days where like wrestling was so real to you that these people are just so larger than life and like yeah this person would would actually kill me i should probably run away imagine living in a world where a person covered in blood entering an audience is not like <laughs> Think of the disease. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, your thought yeah. is, Ugh. Yeah. Yucka. <laughs> Ew. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, originally, Sensation Comics, which is uh, the Wonder Woman title back in the 40s, was Sensation Comics. Oh. Batman had Detective Comics. Superman had Action Comics. Wonder Woman had Sensation Comics. He was a backup feature. Uh, part of the Justice Society. Um, but then... In the 90s, after the character hadn't been published for decades, uh, they had the idea John Ostrander, the guy who created the modern Suicide Squad, Hmm. um, he was writing the Spectre book with Tom Mandrake and had this idea like, okay, this guy, Michael Holt, his family has just been killed and he's super depressed and is about to kill himself based on his life is terrible and the Spectre comes to him. The Spectre tells him about the original Mr. Terrific, and so uh, Michael Holt decides to become the new Mr. Terrific, and that's how it, it's passed on. So, okay, so they exist in the same universe. Yep, yep. Okay. Um, he also joins the modern version of the Justice League as well, um, uh, you know, kind of as the replacement. It's because you know how DC does DC does that the legacy passing thing. of the mantle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so this is a, another good example of that. So, why is this character? Worth your time. Uh, he is the third smartest man in the world, is is what how people describe him. Who so, are, who are the smart the people in yeah. the DC universe? Who do you think? I honestly am. So I mean, maybe Bruce Brainy- Wayne, Brainiac. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Brainiac's not a person. We're talking about people on Earth. I would think maybe Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne is. Yes, is, I think. Yeah, considered number two. Number one, as for people in DC, and it's like, yeah. is it obvious? Lex Luthor? It is Lex Luthor. Wow. Wow. I'm, uh, you know what? 
I don't know if you can hear that, but I just patted myself on the back. <laughs> Regular uh, Barry Horowitz <laughs> <Yeah>. over here. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Interesting. So, so it's, but they always, they never like, you know, talk about Bruce and Lex being number one and number two or anything like that. But they do always say, it always comes up that Mr. Terrific is the third smartest man in the world. And I think a lot of it is that he probably thinks that he's smarter, but he, he might actually be smarter, but he would never say it out loud because he's not like the kind of guy that'd be like, yeah, I'm awesome. Um, Even though his name is Mr. Terrific. Mr. Well, but he, again, <laughs> inspired by mm. Terry Sloan and Fair. Terry Sloan's, well, and so his, Terry Sloan's uh, kind of slogan was fair play. And so the original Mr. Terrific costume was like, he had a red mask and an ugly green shirt with like a yellow shield on it that said fair play. And Mr. Terrific, uh, the current Mr. Terrific wears a, like a black leather jacket and it says fair play on his arm. So I, so I'm looking at Mr. Terrific. <clears throat> uh, I have no idea how to form an opinion if he's fucking cool looking or not. <laughs> like I look at him and I'm like this is a fucking stupid looking character but then I also look at him like he's kind of cool looking he's cool man I think he's cool looking uh, like I the, don't know you see him in Arrow bro do you think this guy looks cool I, I'm looking at yes I'm looking at a picture he looks like Gus Fring got dirty <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will say the T is a little strange on the face what is that is that a mask no in in the comics, it's like a it, it is a mask, and it's part of it makes him invisible to electronic detection, and uh, it's controlled. If you see the, a lot of pictures of him, they have these like little floating balls around him. T spheres, T spheres, right? Um, and they're like these artificial intelligence that uh, that can control his suit. And um, I think, yeah, in on the Arrow show, I think it looks dumb. Um, but you know what, though? I will give them credit for leaning into the comic book aesthetic. Yeah, that's true. They went for it. Like, like that's the thing is, like, you know, if he just showed up and he was just, like, a fucking dude in a, like, jacket, people are like, that sucks. Like, do more. Like, he doesn't look like a superhero. Like, obviously, yes, they went for it. And it's, like, it was already a questionable look to begin with, so mm-hmm. it's hard to pull off in, like, uh, real life. But I, I applaud them for doing the visuals justice yeah the weird thing is in arrow they call him curtis holt instead of michael holt because curtis is a uh, much more a blacker name yeah is that what it is it's i I, mean i I can't think of another reason why it would be but uh so he is currently in uh this book called strange adventures which is this 12 issue series it'll probably be about halfway done when this episode airs and the idea do you guys know adam strange he's not dr strange he's adam strange in dc um Mm. yes so adam strange is the hero of the planet ran and the idea behind this this series is that adam strange has come home from ran to earth and has written a book called strange adventures about what he did and there are all of these people implying that the book is a lie and that he's actually not the hero and that he should be a war criminal. And Adam is like, no, that's bullshit. Like, I, I wrote the book. I'm a hero. And so he hires Mr. Terrific to prove that he's like, no, here's Mr. Terrific. He's a third party. Um, Batman has recommended him to prove that I am actually a hero. And so it's like kind of a mystery. And it seems that so far, it seems that 
Adam Strange has been duped by the planet of Ran and everyone on there to make himself think he's a hero, but maybe he actually is a war criminal. Um, and so Adam Strange isn't really the main character, even though it's his book. Mr. Terrific is kind of the main character. And, uh, and he's doing like a detective kind of story being the third smartest man in the world. And there, there was a moment where he gets to the planet ran and they're telling him like, Oh yeah, we can't give you all these documents cause they're in another language and this language is undecipherable. And he's like, this is bullshit. I learned the language on the way here. Give me everything that I came for. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's a, you know, backstory. He's like an, he's an Olympic gold medalist in the decathlon. Mr. Uh, Terrific is yeah the Holt the Holt uh, version for the yeah, yep. yeah okay yep Michael Holt um so he's a genius and super athlete and detective and superhero so he has no powers right okay just cool. a super super genius kind of guy gotcha so he's he uses uh, he's a tech guy yep okay but what do the balls do or so the, they, the spears they can put on his costume. They're also like artificial intelligence, so they can help him. You know, he talks to them all the time. So, so when so his spheres dress him. <laughs> yeah, they put his costume on. Yeah, oh, okay. They're like little cartoon birds. <laughs> <laughs> like the fucking Snow White kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, in in Strange Adventures, while he's doing other things, the T spheres just like like quiz him on trivia. The whole issue, like, um. And it's actually kind of a cool little thing because it's, they don't quiz, you know, they quiz them on these really specific historical trivia. Like, what is the cause of this? Or what is the chemical equation? You know, it's a way of them demonstrating that he is a super genius and this is how he keeps it up because he's always just testing himself all day, just while he's going about his normal, you know, everyday stuff. So his, his balls just shoot off Jeopardy uh, quizzes towards yeah, him just to yeah. keep him fresh. Keep him fresh. Okay. It's like an old guy that does crossword puzzles just to stay sharp. <laughs> hey, Make sure we, he doesn't get Alzheimer's. We might need to do that, guys. <laughs> I think we're good. going to have to, yeah. No, by that time, Elon Musk's neural net will be all set, and we don't want to worry about any of that. Uh, oh, right, right, right. Knowing anything anymore? Nope. Right. Um, he also, you guys are, are, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Checkmate, but Checkmate was like a secret society. I saw it on the Wikipedia. What? It's like a smart guys thing or no, it's like a secret spy society that, you know, operates in the shadows. And, uh, he had, he was the white King and checkmate for a while. He uh, was. Yeah. So all of the characters in checkmate are, they're named after chess, chess pieces. He went the white knight, even though he's a black guy. He's the white King, not the white knight. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. I forget. I think the black knight was, um, uh, what's his name? The villain in the new Wonder Woman movie. Cheetah? No, no, the other villain in the new Wonder Woman movie. Oh, I didn't know there was another one. <laughs> the Pedro Pascal character? I forget what his name is. Yeah, yeah, whoever Pedro... I'm, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank. And he's mm -hmm. in the new Wonder Woman comics. Wonder Woman killed him years ago, and now he's back. It's like Max something? Maxwell Lord, thank yes. you. Yes. <laughs> yes, Maxwell Lord's the Black King. Okay. Okay. And Amanda Waller. King? Amanda Waller was the White Queen. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Huh. Um, checkmate is cool but um, as far as like major storylines Jeff Johns' Justice Society is probably his best stuff um, 
him being on that team. That's kind of his major team other than his brief jaunt in Checkmate. Um, if you've read Infinite Crisis and Final Crisis, he's pretty big in those two. He works with Batman in Infinite Crisis against the Brother Eye uh, artificial intelligence satellite. Okay. And a few years ago, right after the Dark Knight's Metal series, uh, when Marvel wasn't publishing a Fantastic Four book, uh, DC decided, yeah, they did the Terrifics. And it was <clears> like, they're, you know, he's Mr. Terrific instead of Mr. Fantastic. And they had uh, Plastic Man, um, Phantom Girl, and Metamorpho and to kind of mirror the powers. So they didn't have like a human torch but like they had the genius and the stretchy guy as two different guys phantom girl can go invisible and and you know uh can touch through her and uh metamorpho uh, is like the thing okay it looks and, cool i i appreciate that they're doing something with mr plastic or sorry plastic man yeah it was so i think the book is still happening but it it started off really 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 strong and then the creative team changed and it got kind of boring so i dropped it well it's jeff lemire that's on it right so yeah he did the first run and it was awesome right um and it, it was it spun right out of the death metals i'm sorry the metal series yeah and um they were stuck together by the the nth metal dark multiverse stuff so they couldn't leave each other and so they were forced to work together uh, so some like finally there's some uh quantum and woody stuff yeah, i suppose yeah where they um, like they like so that they they have to be in close proximity right that's cool and then they also in the book introduced tom strong into the dc universe who is an alan moore creation it's from tom strong alan, it was an alan moore creation in a uh alan moore's own publishing company uh ABC Comics, America's Best Comics. Yep. Um, Bold flame. But then they never really did anything with Tom Strong. It seems like, you know, the problem with the book is it started off really strong. It seemed Ooh. like it was going to be an amazing book and they had great ideas. It um, looks really cool. But then just like after that first kind of two storylines, it just fell apart. And I wonder if there was, if it wasn't selling well and editorial was like, no, you can't do this anymore. You got to do something else. And, it became less interesting over time. And Have you read the Tom Strong comic? Yeah, Tom Strong's great. It's Alan good. Moore's great. Yeah, Alan Moore is. I mean, obviously, he's Alan Moore. <laughs> well, yeah, he did uh, top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and this looks in that vein. Yeah, same time period. All right, I'm gonna have to t- check out Tom Strong and Promethea as well. All God, part of the I fucking love top ten. Yeah, you would. Fucking great. Uh, okay. Um, so yes, Infinite Crisis, Final Crisis, The Terrifics, and Jeff Johns' Justice Society of America with Dale Eaglesham on art are, are probably his major team-ups. He doesn't have like an arch nemesis. And um, I don't know if you guys watched the Harley Quinn cartoon. Nope. I've heard great things. I haven't watched it yet, though. It's Same. So funny. But um, part of the part of the joke in the like the first season is that she doesn't have like a nemesis like there's no like direct arch nemesis for harley quinn and uh and that's why she's not taken seriously as a villain and i think that that's one of the reasons when we think about what characters are a list or b list or c list right it's the ones that have a very specific arch nemesis that's their villain 
they are typically A-list characters and characters that That's don't. That's true. You know, that maybe because, you know, we recently did the episode about Nightcrawler and Nightcrawler doesn't have his own like villain. He fights X-Men villains. So he's part of the X-Men and doesn't have any like, you know, of his own kind of hmm. standard run. That's, a, uh, that's an interesting thought. I'd like yeah. to I'd like to think about that more and be like, okay, cool. It's my hypothesis. Who's there one on one? I mean, Nightcrawler's got his Azel. That's his dad. <laughs> I mean, everyone's dad's their villain. Exactly. Tell me about it, brother. But uh, you know, you got your you mean Spider-Man's got obviously a huge rogue sailor, but you know, they're all pretty substantial. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, who do you think is Spider-Man's number one villain? Maybe that's a question for another day. Uh, that might be. <laughs> probably like <laughs> Green Goblin. Goblin, yeah. Not Doc Ock or Venom. No, I'd say Green or Goblin. Venom. Venom? I'd say Venom, Green Goblin. Venom, Venom, Venom. <laughs> I guess keep, like you can keep saying Venom. I'm gonna keep saying Green Craven? Goblin. Still yeah. gonna say Venom. Cra- Craven rules. You're gonna say Venom, right? Thank you. Damn it! <laughs> ah, fucking ah, rabbit season, duck season, you bitch. <laughs> you totally did. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't stop thinking. I, then you're saying Venom, and then you started singing the song Venom, and I couldn't say anything but Venom. That's I won. <laughs> the money, the money's mine. Oh boy. Um, so that was good. Of, Adaptations in other media. So we mentioned already that he's in Arrow despite being named Curtis Holt. That's, um, that's irrelevant, though. Well, and he doesn't have the same backstory, right? So he, his wife and kid weren't killed, which inspired him. In, in Arrow, he's just like a genius that joins the team, and he's gay in, in Arrow. So it's, it's still a little different. Uh, but he's been Is in, that a factor uh, at all? In the Arrow show? Yeah. I mean, it's a thing. He has like a boyfriend in the show. But is it like a factor? No, I don't think so. It's just, it's just this. Okay. Um, but I mean, it makes him significantly different than their comic book version. Uh, and then there's, he's been in a bunch of the cartoons. So Justice League Unlimited, uh, the Batman Brave and the Bold show, the <clears throat> Beware the Batman show, uh, and in the kids Justice League action show. And he was in the background of the first Injustice video game, but not playable. The first Injustice video game? Yeah. He's like in the background and like, I think in, uh, in the bat cave or something. Oh, okay. Mm. Interesting. I didn't I don't think I noticed him. Um he's in just oh, you don't notice the black man. What? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. No yeah, background ju- man. Right. Um yeah, just he's in Justice League Unlimited. But I mean everyone is in Justice League Unlimited. Is that show still going on? No, that's long no, no. done, right? Yeah, it was I don't remember him in that. Two seasons. Yeah, man. Well again, you just don't care. You're right, I don't. I don't give a shit. Would he be fro if he cared? That's true. No. Nah. Nah. So, nah. okay. So what about uh, some fantasy uh, bookings? <sighs> this may be a cop-out, but what about Mr. Fantastic, right? Who's a better mister? Who's a better mister? What's better, fantastic or terrific? Who's smarter? Who's smarter? Like oh, I mean, Mr. Fantastic. So. Yeah, I think <laughs> the, the number one in the Marvel yeah. universe. So in Mar and f- it's funny in Marvel because like the smartest people in the Marvel universe are like like beyond the smartest possible. Comes up with these crazy wild sci-fi things, and in DC universe they have like spaceships and stuff like that. But like the smartest people aren't quite on the same level as the smartest Marvel people. Yeah, uh, Luthor is not you know, melding two universes together. Right, right. No. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have the ultimate nullifier or anything. What, uh, what's the inverse to Mr. Fantastic? Like, what's his uh, like villain counterpart? I forget it right now. 
Mr. Fantastic. The maker? No. Oh, oh, yeah, it's Maker. It's He's Maker? The evil version of him? Yeah. Who's yeah. smarter? Mr. Fantastic or the Maker? I mean, going back to Matt's long diatribe about good versus evil, <laughs> I would say uh, good Mr. Fantastic will always be smarter because good will always defeat evil. Because good is dumb. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Maker, ult- ultimate Reed Richards. I didn't know about him. That's cool. <laughs> you, never, you, you don't know anything about that character? No, no. I don't. Really? Me, I've never heard of him either. Today. Really? It's brutal. <laughs> it's friggin' He's pretty brutal. There's like some scenes of him doing like, uh, I think he captures like Tony Stark and does like brain surgery on him. Jesus. And like the panels like has like uh, him just sitting there with the open skull of Tony Stark. Whoa. I think it's That's Tony sick. Stark. I like the idea of like <clears throat> that level of like intellect, but just being like, like a villain, obviously, and you do like that, uh, that like weird like shit like that. He's not like fighting him, like punching him and all this shit. He's like, no, nah, I'll prop his head and see what makes him tick, type of stuff. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> um, well, who's smarter, uh, fucking Vegan. Fanta- uh, Mr. Fantastic or Brainiac? Obviously, veering off course a tiny bit, but Brainiac's a twelfth level intellect. Okay, <laughs> so pretty smart. Like, what is that? Like, can he finish a Sudoku? <laughs> Brainiac is in in DC Comics. Brainiac is smarter than the smartest human could be. Wow! By, okay. by an order of magnitude. That's pretty smart. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, fantasy book like the easy road. Obviously, is <clears throat> him, Mister Fantastic, kind of doing a thing. Um, I don't know. Fuck. Fuck. I'm going to go with Tony Stark so that he can help him upgrade his T-spheres to make them like pretty cool. Maybe give him a sick new suit. Sick. Yeah, please. Um, <laughs> I'd say Mr. Terif- Mr. Terrific and uh, Gold Balls uh, get together and uh, they kind of, Gold Balls makes fun of his T-spheres and says nothing is better than uh, Gold Balls and that's my fantasy book. <laughs> Just because I don't know enough about Mr. Terrific. You should just fantasy book everyone with Snowflame at this point. I, I mean, know. everything is better with Snowflame. All right. I uh, I will put him with, um, you know what I'd put him with? Just because they're like, in my head, the same borderline level is from from Marvel. I put him with Nighthawk, who is the Batman of Marvel. Um, just because like I Like facing off against each other? And no, just love like Nighthawk, man. I don't care. I do love Night Nighthawk. That's cool. Um, no, just because they're both like two characters that no one ever talks about. <laughs> and they could just do a whole book on how no one cares about you. <laughs> Nobody cares about us. <laughs> I would Aww. like to see that. Them sitting on like a swing porch being like, man, you know what? Nobody gives a shit about us. No one cares. He's on mm-hmm. the. <laughs> Mr. Terrific's on the cover of the biggest selling DC book right now Strange Adventures. Come on, guys. Okay. So yeah, good. The, the Just because biggest... you bought a hundred copies doesn't yeah. mean it's the best uh, <laughs> selling things. But no, that's what I would do. Anything? Uh, is anyone not gone? Cat, have you gone? Yeah, I, I teamed him up with Tony Stark. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Make him a better uh, suit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I guess that uh, wraps up this week's episode of Encyclocomica. Go to Patreon.com/slash/MakeFunNetwork. You can support all the shows there, uh, like Over Under Fair or Top Five of Death and. All the all the fun favorites that everyone loves. Also, become a fun butt on MakeFun.network. You can find the MakeFun Network group on Facebook and join in on conversations there. 
And Kat, where can people find you? They can find me over at Conquest Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and at wasted-minds.com. And Fro, where can people find Matt? People can find Matt. Which Matt? Better Matt. Okay. Uh, People can find Better Matt at the Daily Meteor, uh, writing a blog about Superman and maybe potentially doing a vlog about Superman where he'll get on camera and gush and moan and (laughs) be squishy about Superman and tell you gushy. He'll... Wet and gushy. Yeah. That sounds hot. Um, <laughs> just he likes to talk about Superman. I'll tell you everything that you are not interested in, uh, but then maybe eventually become interested, and that's where you'll find uh, Matt streaming on Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, better, Matt. Where can people find Fro? They can find Fro with his wife in Medford, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> that's very funny. Well, that's very I gotta move now. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Check the, don't forget to tune in next week and eat shit. Bye. <laughs>